Have you suffered a loss or a setback recently? Today we're talking about how we can choose to prevail. Sandy shares two ways in how we can deal with big issues. She says the first thing is to shift our perspective. Then the second thing is to learn to take practical action. Sandy is the author of Choose to Prevail. So please, stick around and enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tiny Tyler. And I'm excited because we're going to be speaking to author and speaker, Miss Sandy Rodriguez. And she's going to teach you how to choose to prevail, especially when you're dealing with grief. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on Miss Sandy Rodriguez. Welcome to the show, my dear. Thank you so much, Tony. I'm so excited to be here with you. I love the show and it's just an honor to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I always like to um, allow people to get to the uh, chance to really know who you are. So Tell a little bit about who you are, what your background is, and, and then we can dive into how we can choose to prevail and, and talk about this book that you wrote. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Well, let me tell you, I like to call myself a communications expert because I really have worked in many fields regarding communications. My background is in journalism, and very specifically, I was an editorial coordinator for one of the foremost newspapers in Mexico City for a very long time. Then I moved to LA, and after uh, a while, I discovered a career that I find fascinating, which is court interpreting, which also is very much in line with communication. It's helping people communicate within the court system. And I also do other activities. I also write for many different media outlets, both in Mexico and in the U.S. I also edit. I edit a magazine uh, every month and other projects occasionally. I'm also a professional speaker. I host videos as well for uh, a company in Mexico called Ensingo, which is a lifestyle website, and also in the U.S. for a company called Heart of Hollywood. So I do a little bit of, of everything, but right now... I'm uh, really excited because I became uh, a, a book author overnight. <laughs> yes, I, I have been writing for a very long time, writing um, magazine articles, newspaper articles. I had even ghostwritten books, but I had never written a book of my own. And I did that earlier this year. Um, my book is called Choose to Prevail, as you were mentioning. So that's uh, something that that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, congratulations on that. That's a big achievement and stuff like that. So, huh. I, I mean, I I was reading portions of your book and stuff, and I found a lot of fascinating um, tidbits that you share and choosing to, like, I guess, to me, what I got from the book is, like, insights on how to, you can um, over, basically, choose to prevail. So, so what would your overarching message be to somebody who's dealing with something that, you know, especially like this whole COVID, what would, what would your words of wisdom be for people who are dealing with this and don't know how to, um, I guess, find a brighter point in this? I think that in most cases, um, there are 
two ways that people can deal with any kind of problem, big or small. And when I say big, I'm referring to something as, as large or as overwhelming as, say, the loss of a loved one, or even uh, a situation like uh, COVID has brought on, which could be uh, issues with money or issues with work. Those would be very big issues that one uh can encounter or smaller inconveniences. For instance, maybe you're stuck in traffic one uh, on any given afternoon, or maybe a friend didn't like a post on Facebook or, you know, something minor. Those are also things that are very, very minor, but that can also cause us uh, to feel bad feelings. Now, in any of these situations, from the larger ones to the smaller ones, there are two things that we can do mostly. One of them is a shift in our perspective. And the other one is taking practical action. For instance, uh, when I talk about shifts in perspective, let's say that we have encountered uh, both of these situations in our lifetime, and I think all of us have the large, large things and the smaller things. Okay, I don't believe that there's necessarily something good to come out of a terrible situation. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Sometimes tragedies are just too terrible to explain away or to say, oh, but it was all for the best. No, not really but we can still um, gain something out of them. After we've encountered something horrible, something really devastating, something that has been, uh, something that has shaken us to the core, something really terrible, okay, well, that enables us to deal with the minor things with uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, more tolerance. For instance, if I already underwent, say, being a crime victim, the next time I'm in a long line at the supermarket, the long line will be like, eh, I mean, that's small potatoes. It really, I mean, I really cannot register that as a problem, not even as an annoyance. I mean, compared to the bad, bad things, it's nothing. And I think all of us can train ourselves to see things that way by thinking about things in our own lives. Now, when thinking about the bad things that we encountered, okay, here's the thing. Again, we can shift our perspective in many ways. When we have um, been through, let's say, um, a situation of grief, grief over the loss of a loved one, which I personally have experienced numerous times. Certainly there's nothing that I can say, oh, that was good in any way. It was not. I mean, these are things that should not have happened, but they do give you a, a way stronger appreciation for life. So you know that because life can end at any point in time, like at the randomest of times for the randomest of reasons, Everything that you do, you savor it more. If you see a friend, you're more appreciative of the friend. If you enjoy a meal, you enjoy that meal a little more. It gives you a sense of impermanence. And although that can be seen as something, well, very horrifying or shocking, in reality, it is, but it also gives you a greater appreciation for uh, everyday things, for the smaller things, just for being here. For instance, uh, there was a concept or there is a concept called memento mori, which is um, an idea that was present in art throughout history in many different paintings, in different uh, sculptures and many different uh, manifestations of art. You can see maybe skulls or rotting food or things that somehow imply the passage of time or the um, impermanence of life. Now, this is something that artists in, have included, not to horrify the viewer, not to make people say, oh, that's shocking. No, it's more to create a feeling of enjoy the now, 
because you don't know when it can end. And even without getting into things that are so dire and so um, so extreme, even uh, things that do not involve death in any way can end at any time. For example, a friendship can be lost overnight. A romantic relationship might end at any time. Uh, a family tie can end at any time. And certainly most of the time, anything of this nature can be mended, but sometimes they cannot be mended. Sometimes there are reasons where you will never see a person again and you don't know. Maybe today is the last time you will enjoy time with your friend, your boyfriend, your husband, husband, your wife, your um, cousin, you don't really know. Uh, many things can, can put an end to that at any point in time. And this is not something that I'm saying to horrify you or bring you down, but rather to make you enjoy every moment you spend with everyone, because you never know when your last day will be with that person. Right, right. Like, so you, you dropped a lot of good golden nuggets. And I have a couple of questions, like, like how do we could, um, put this into practice that you talk about shifting our mindset. But before we get into that, I really want to take a moment to say, if you're dropping all, well, Sandy's dropping nuggets. And if you're picking them up, please consider hitting that like button up there and give us some thumbs up and consider putting some comments down below. And like I said, I, I was hitting to the pack. How do we put some of this stuff that you put into practice this, Miss Sandy? I mean, it's easier to say, you know, I, I wish I could shift, but how, how can we shift? I think that there are many, um, many ways that it can be done, but mostly it's a matter of wanting to, because again, not everybody actually wants to enact the shift. Many people, this is not something that is necessarily in the book, but something that I have encountered in my own life. Many people do not want to stop, uh, the victim mindset. They don't want to stop that. They don't want to stop complaining and, I believe that that is something that they do because they get something out of that. In some way, they might feel, okay, if I'm always telling my friends, oh, woe is me, and this is terrible, and that other thing is also terrible, and today has been horrifying, and this and that, at least you get sympathy, at least you get, you know, shoulders to cry on. People, I find, sometimes are more willing to hang out with you and be nice to you if things are going poorly for you. That is quite surprising. You know, let me tell you, a lot of people think you can tell who uh, who's your friend, who is really your friend during the bad times. But you know, Tanya, I beg to differ. I think that when things are not going well for you, most people uh, either out of the kindness of their heart or to feel that they're in a better spot than you are, or for whatever reasons, beat them good or not that good, they will uh, show sympathy. They will try to, um, you know, lift your spirits. They might surprise you with uh, flowers or uh, a pleasant uh, word. However, when things are going wonderfully for you, wonderfully, let's say you won the lottery, you married into the royal family, uh, you won a private plane in a raffle, you got your dream job, you were named woman of the year. Well, surprise, surprise, <laughs> many of your friends will somehow do a 180 and disappear. I mean, it's it's very surprising. Sometimes uh, your success might uh, strangely cause issues between or friction between you and people that you believed were your friends or people that were supportive. So I can certainly see why some people would not want to shift their mindset. They might think as long as I say, oh, my life is terrible. Oh, my life is horrible. I can't afford this. I can't do that. My head hurts. My back hurts. I have this thing going on. I mean, that way, at least you get, you know, smiles and sympathy and maybe 
a box of chocolates and maybe a, a nice Hallmark card from people. Whereas in the other case, you might actually attract haters, envy, and whatnot. And that is something that I do touch upon in the book, why sometimes having haters can actually be a good thing, <laughs> which is also <laughs> a topic that I do touch upon in the book. Right. I love it. Like I said, I always, I, what I got from that last little tidbit of nuggets that you dropped is like, basically ask yourself, what are we getting out of this? And if you're liking it, that's what's, what you're going to keep going and stuff like that. And then, like you said, misery loves company. That's what I was thinking. And then like you said, when you're doing good, that's when the hate shows up. So it's like, how do you, <laughs> or I just, I should say, hate the hater raid comes out. So it's like, <laughs> So how do we combat that? I mean, how do we how do we deal with that? I think, Tanya, that's a matter of wanting to. That's really the thing. It boils down to that. There is nobody that can uh, make you snap out of it if you don't want to. If, if you're uh, feeling like a victim and on some level enjoying it, I think you would continue down that path because you're enjoying it. And if you are indeed enjoying it, well, why change? I mean, if it's something that you're getting benefits in some way out of this, then there really is no reason for you to, to change. However, if you're feeling victimized and you're not liking it, if you're suffering and it's causing you grief and it's causing you anguish and it's making you feel terrible, then there is definitely a way to, to put an end to that. Uh, and there are many, many ways to shift our mindset around that. For example, um, sometimes it's easy to feel like other people are treating us poorly and often it's in our own head. Again, this is not necessarily the case all the time. Certainly there are people that are violent or discriminatory or just plain evil psychopaths, of course. But I mean, on an everyday basis, let's say that my neighbor walks past me and he or she doesn't say hello. I can say, of course, the neighbor hates me. Oh, what a horrible person. Surely they, uh, they're, uh, they have it in for me. And this is awful. What a bad neighborhood. I shouldn't have moved here. So I can make up this story in my head, right? And maybe in the future, I'll learn that the neighbor is hard of hearing or that they were busy or that they had, you know, uh, earbuds in or that they don't actually uh, know me very well and they didn't even recognize me. I mean, there are a million reasons people might do things. And since we don't know, we can't really know what's in their head. We cannot go around acting insulted or offended by everything that's going on around us. So sometimes we might think, oh, um, I don't know. So this other person, he... Um, I don't know. He was extremely rude. We don't know. Some people might seem rude, but we don't know why that is. Maybe the person was having a horrible day. Maybe the person is from a culture where his accent or his way of speaking sounds uh, aggressive, and it's really not meant to be that way. I actually had that experience. Uh, I have a landlord that's from a very different culture. And when I met this landlord, I did believe that he was being, you know, like super aggressive. And I was like, but I'm a good tenant. No, no. I think the problem is that it's just their way of speaking in that country comes off as like they're scolding you, but that's not the case at all. So you might somehow be not very clear on what people are, are, are trying to do or trying to say. And you might feel that people are being mean to you when that is truly not the case at all. I've seen that happen. So that's one thing to just forget about that. That's not happening. Then the second thing that sometimes causes us to, us to feel victimized is that we tend to be 
overly self-conscious and overly aware of what is going on with us at all times. For instance, this tends uh, to make us feel judged or, for example, let's say that I'm wearing um, uh, very old shoes with holes in them, for example. Let's say that I'm wearing the, my most horrible shoes. Okay. And if I'm, uh, I don't know, slated that day to speak in public, I might be like, like, that is rude if my people will see my shoes and I will be the center of attention because I will be addressing a crowd. That's terrible. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you, the people are normally not even paying attention. They're looking at their phone. They're talking with their friend. They're thinking about their grocery list. They're not even paying that much attention. You could be wearing, for all I know, a Santa hat. I mean, the weirdest of things and people might not even notice. They really don't. It's very strange. So sometimes we might feel judged. We might say, oh, of course, these snobby people, they didn't want me in their clique or they didn't want me in their group because they didn't think my shoes were elegant enough. No, that's not the case. They're not even noticing. They don't care. So again, we really need to get out of our own heads and understand that the world is not staring, specifically judging, and they're, they're not doing that. They're doing their own thing. It's People are just overly concerned with their own thing, and they're not there to judge harshly. That's not, not, not a thing. Right. I like that because you said basically you said uh, what I got out of it is pay attention to our stories in our heads. Are they judgment thoughts? And, and, and we're more keen to because we're aware of our flaws. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, that's I, the perfect way to sum it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. thank you for a lot of the gold nuggets. And I want to uh, ask you um, if nobody could get anything out of this, but what you're going about to tell me, what's the one thing you want the audience to leave? understanding from you today? I think that the main thing to remember is that no circumstance is permanent or unchangeable, well, except for death, but no matter what is going on, no matter what is going on, no matter how bad things are, they can change, they are likely to change, and sometimes it changes overnight. So it doesn't matter what situation you may find yourself in thinking, I'm stuck, this is horrible, this will never change, it's been this way for years, it will continue this down this path. No, things can and do change, and it's up to you to uh, make sure that the change is for the better. I love it. I love it. And Miss Sandy, for those who want to know, where can, they, where can people find you, your services, and your book? Thank you so much, Tonya. Well, if anybody wants to join us on social media, there is an Instagram group, which is at Choose to Prevail. If somebody is more old school and they like Facebook, well, we also have a public group also called Choose to Prevail. And if somebody cares to uh, buy the book, uh, they can do so on Amazon, they can do so on Barnes & Noble, they can do so on Target.com, on Walmart.com, and pretty much any large or small platform. But I do want to mention one specifically by name. It's called heartofhollywoodmagazine.com. The reason I wanted to mention that especially by name is because there you can buy uh, signed copies. I will personalize the copies that you buy there. I will sign them for you. There are also some really nice uh, t-shirts, Choose to Prevail t-shirts, on the site. And uh, something that's exciting about that site is that they're about to launch a streaming platform, uh, just uh, like any other streaming platform. And one of the very first 
things that they will be showing on that platform is my book launch. My book was launched recently. It was a very interesting uh, format, which combined the excitement of live TV and the interaction of an online event. So it was like a, a like a big production, and that was that will be broadcast. Um, on the streaming platform on January 10th. So if anybody cares to tune in, that would be fantastic. All right. Thank you, Miss Sandy. Thank you for being here. I'd love to uh, connect with you, stay, stay in touch and, and here as, as, as you progress on your uh, journey with your book and stuff. I'd love to have you come back and connect with us again. Thank you kindly, Tonya. This was a wonderful experience. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, um, I want to remind everybody who tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Emails if you have any guests and show ideas. Links to all the, the sites that Sandy mentioned will be posted down below. So make sure you check out the, uh, the, ju the juicy gems down there in the description box. And again, thank you for watching. Please consider give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. Or if you want to enjoy and keep receiving the great insight that's been received, plus especially like the one that Sandy just dropped today, please consider hitting that subscribe button over there and remember take things in stride go with the flow and create your own path and we'll see you back here on another episode of coffee with tea all right bye, -bye. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.